ready. It's time for another episode of Things You're Not Supposed to Talk About with Louis G. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you, folks. Don't applaud. Just throw money. <laughs> That's right. I love playing that little thing in the beginning there. I like that. I, I like that a lot, by the way. I think I'm getting better at it, too. You know, you got to learn when to come in on that, right? You just can't come in on it at any time. Well, we got a topic today that you're not supposed to talk about, that's for sure. And every time people talk about it, they get in fights, like physical fights, right? It's like a, like a, we, you better agree with me or else, that kind of argument. That's what we got going on here today. And that is gun control and the Second Amendment. I'm not sure about anything you have to say about the Second Amendment. And frankly, you know, I don't care what your interpretation of the Second Amendment is. Like, I know how to read. I don't need an interpreter. It's not written in, like, another language. It's, it's English, I promise. Okay, all day long, Second Amendment written in the King's English. Facts. And the guys that wrote it, facts. All white guys, right? Every single one of them. Not a single woman involved in that, right? Not a single black guy giving his opinion on how that should work, right? There was no Puerto Ricans in there going, hey, man, what about us? Nope, none of that happened. We're going to start just like that today, okay? Knowing that, you know, those men actually rose above that station and that ignorance and... um and that, you know, that, that knowledge that they, they ruled the world. And they rose above that and they, they wrote documents that have, you know, been lasting for 250 years. And, and then we'll, we'll continue to last as the most prescient and uh, uh, malleable documents that have ever been written by man. Uh, that's all. That's it. That's a fact. So we're going to start off like that today. Uh, I, I hope that doesn't irritate you. And, and at the same time, I actually hope it does, right? Because that's what this show is all about. It's about kind of getting under your skin a little bit and getting to the truth, right? What it, anytime you want to get to the truth, you're always going to get under somebody's skin. That's a fact. There is, there is absolutely uh, no way we're starting off this conversation without actually reading what the Second Amendment says. And, you know, I find it hysterical how many people can actually quote part of this and not the whole thing. That's what I find funny. The well-regulated militia. It's, that's as far as they get. It's great. That's, that's four words out of about 20. I'm glad you can do that. But listen. I don't need to remember the Second Amendment. If somebody says to me, hey, what's the Second Amendment say, that tough guy? You think you're so tough about the Second Amendment? What does that say? I go, hold on. Let me get my phone out. I'm going to look it up right now. Tight. And they go, no, you got to tell me from memory. I go, no, 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 I don't. No, I don't. Just like I don't know my kids' phone numbers. You know why I don't know my kids' phone numbers? Because they're in my phone. My smartphone has made me stupid. What can I tell you? 
It's doing the same thing to you. Don't worry. You're not. I'm not alone here in this world. I'm not an island. I'm by my. I'm full of people. There's an island full of people like me whose smartphones is making you stupid. It's a fact. All right. Back to the subject here. Second Amendment. A well-regulated militia, comma, being necessary to the security of a free state, comma, the right of the people to keep and bear arms, comma, shall not be infringed, period. So, that's that, right? You don't need an interpreter for that. There's, no, there's nothing in here that says, yeah, but what about machine guns? Nothing in here that says that, right? Nothing. Nothing in here that says anything about the type of military weapons that can be used. Nothing. Nothing in here that says that. Are you kidding me right now? Where are you coming up with these arguments about, well, if there was a machine gun, you know, back then they wouldn't have said that. But they, yeah, they would have probably still said that because that's what they believed. me up sometimes you know you, you know as a matter of fact gun ignorance and the ignorance of the second amendment and what it says is really the fight we should be fighting right we shouldn't be fighting any guns listen this there are i looked it up there's like 389 million guns in this country for legal gun owners that does not include the criminals Okay, it's not including the criminals. If you want to include the criminals, add another 389 million. I'm pretty sure they have way more guns than the average homeowner does. And if there is 365 million people in this country and there are 383 million guns, somebody has two guns. Okay, and if not everybody owns a gun, somebody has 10 guns, maybe 20. You know, there are entire towns like that. So, you know, gun, ignor gun ignorance and, and, and the argument that guns kill are probably the worst things that, that we can talk about, which is exactly why we're going to talk about them. You ask people what the AR stands for in AR-15, and like 75% of them come back, what says that's an automatic rifle. No, it's not. That's not what it means. Okay? It's not what it means. It would be nice if that's what it meant, because then I would have a lot more fun with my AR-15. But it's still not what it means. It means Armalite rifle. Right? It's named after the company that created the military design in the 1950s. That's all. You know, I was reading uh, uh, something on the news, and I read a lot of news, right? I don't, I don't watch the news anymore. The news is not on in my house. There, you will find zero news on the television in this house. That, that's that's it. That's like a declaration, even from the the wife. The wife's like, no, we're not putting that on. Turn that off. Yeah, she's right. You know, no news. So we read our news in this house. And if we choose to read your opinion, we will. If not, we're going to read the news article that's in front of us. Okay? If you dare to put an opinion in a news, news article, I am definitely commenting somewhere and telling somebody that journalism is dead. 
But anyway, automatic rifle, that's not what it stands for. It stands for armor light rifle, you know, made after the military-like design in the 50s uh, that the company came out with. Geraldo Rivera just did this on, on, on the five on Fox News, right? By the way, I, I, like I said, I don't watch Fox News either. I don't give a damn about Fox News. I don't give a damn about CNN. Uh, I try to go to the newspapers to get my news and read there, read it online, right? Or, or get a newspaper. Uh, our president said, by the way, that recently also uh, in the news uh, that we would need F-15s to, uh, to fight the federal government, not AR-15s. So what do you need your AR-15 for? Well, I'll tell you what you need, AR. It's for stupid comments like that that come from our leaders is why AR should actually stand for automatic rifle. <laughs> I mean, it's, you say something dumb like that to 150 million gun owners? What, you think the Chinese are coming over here? 150 million? Nobody's coming over here. Really? We need F-15s to fight our own federal government? Is that what you're using the F-15s for, Joe? Any president that would have said that would get this response from me, not just Joe Biden. I mean, he's just the dumbest of the most real. And we had Trump, and Trump was pretty dumb. I'm not going to lie to you. I, he was dumb because of the way he went about what he did. That's why he was dumb. He was dumb because he couldn't get anybody to like him, right? Everybody likes Joe. And he's dumb. It doesn't change anything. You know? For you to, for the president to say that we're going to need an F-15 to fight our federal government, I think that's a terrible statement, and somebody needs to be slapping him around for that, like in the news or like in opinions. Somebody needs to be talking about that part <clears throat> because you can't say that. All right, does that does that mean that our citizen army would use you know F-15 on its citizenry? If the president told them to do that, would they do that? Would they bomb you? Is that what they would do? I mean, police have M16s. Why? Yeah. You want to know what an M16 sounds like? Sounds like this. That's what it, hold, hold on. Let me do that again. That's what it sounds like. You know what an AR-15 sounds like? It sounds like as fast as you can pull the trigger. And you can't pull the trigger this fast. That's it. You can't do that. Nobody can do that. So as fast as you can pull the trigger, that's as fast as you can send a bullet out of an AR-15. That's not the same thing as an M-16. What you just heard was an M-16. What you just heard was an automatic rifle. Let's get a fact straight. Why do police have M-16s? Why? But police have armored vehicles. Why? Police have hand grenades. Why? Police have tactical helicopters. Why? But weaponizing the police force, you know, with military equipment should say all you need to hear about how our government feels about you. Or us, whichever you want to call it, right? I mean, I'm, I'm included in that. You know, why do police need tactical gear? Do you have tactical gear? I mean, I have tactical gear. I'm not going <laughs> to lie, right? I got a bug out bag and everything. I'm not going to lie to you. I got, I, got, I, got, I got some good stuff. But yeah, do you? No, you don't have tactical gear. So how come the police in Manhattan need tactical gear? 
I mean, police should not have a weapon greater than the citizenry around them. A fair fight is, is all Americans ever ask for, right? You have a repeating automatic rifle and I have a single shot rifle. Why? Why do you have that advantage over me? You know, if you're a big city person who's, who's never used a weapon, you should probably stay out of this argument. I mean, you can argue all you want. No one's telling you what to do, but nobody should listen to you, right? Free speech, okay? Free speech. That's the way I see that. Nobody should be listening to you. Hunting, right? Do you need an AR-15 to kill a deer? Here's a question people ask. You need an AR-15 to kill a deer. No, you don't, right? But my 308 mag is a bigger bullet than an AR-15, and you're saying it's okay for me to use that to kill a deer. Do I need that to kill a deer? No, I don't. I got a tactical scope on that, too. You want to know what that's used for? That's not used for animals. That's used to kill people long range. It's a sniper rifle, basically, right? It's a it's a bolt action sniper rifle with a with a class A scope on it, man. You know, and I go deer hunting with that. If I go deer, hunting. Okay, I don't like killing anything. To tell you the truth, I'm not that kind of guy. But if I do go deer hunting, I'm bringing that sh that single shot rifle with me. I'm not bringing my AR-15. But if I want to bring my AR-15, I'm going to bring it because I can pull the trigger faster and bullets will come out faster because it's gas-powered, right? It repeats because of the power of the gases that make the uh, hammer come back in order to eject the bullet and drag another one up from the magazine. That's how it works, folks. Now, the caliber of the bullet matters. That matters. I mean, you don't want to kill a deer with too big of a caliber bullet because you're going to ruin the meat. Okay? I don't need to shoot a deer for more than 100 yards, ever. So what do I have a big caliber bullet gun like that for? Elephants? I mean, there's no elephants yet. Moose, maybe. But I don't, I don't want to kill a moose. I like moose. I'm never going moose hunting. Right? Never doing that. I like moose. Never going moose hunting. I like deer too. But, you know, they're more like rats sometimes. Deer populate real quick. And if you don't watch, they're going to take over your forest. And then all of a sudden, shit's not growing anymore, right? So you can't have that either. You know, unfortunately, though, we do have an issue in this country. And we, we can't gloss over. Can't ignore that because this is things you're not supposed to talk about, and people don't want to talk about the problem that we have in this country with with gun violence. Um, and when they do want to talk about it, they 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 are close-minded, one-sided. Um, they bury both feet in the concrete, and and sometimes up to their fucking knees. You know, it's really annoying when. An argument or when a debate means you're supposed to be pliable and willing to listen to the other person's side and hear what they have to say so that you can process it properly and, you know, respond respectfully, accordingly, and hopefully with some intelligence behind you. So, according to the CDC uh, and according to that department, in 2021, it ended with 
797 homicides in Chicago. That's uh, 25 more than were recorded in 2020. Now, I'm picking Chicago because Mayor Lightfoot is just a terrible person. Okay, we're going to say that right now. Mayor Lightfoot is the worst mayor in this country. The entire country knows it. The only person that doesn't know it is Mayor Lightfoot. I don't know what this person thinks about when it comes to leadership, but but Mayor Lightfoot is the worst mayor in the world, okay? She has the most unsafe city in the world. There were 3,561 shooting incidents in 2021, just 300 more over 2020, staggering 1,415 more shooting incidents than were recorded in the city in 2019. When law and order was the idea that was going around uh, supposedly at the time. Okay? You know, I'm going to tell you that a lot of people die from gun violence every year. 49,000 people died from gun violence. Typically. That's typically every year. You know, you got that that 39,000 to 49,000 number in there. Typically every year. Um, that's if a thousand people die in each state from gun violence, then that's like fifty thousand a year. You know, that's a lot. Of, that's a lot of folks by, dying from gun violence. You know, there isn't much to say about gun control. I mean, it's pretty much all been said. You know, we got to have laws. We got to do that. We got to make this. We got to do that. Politicians give you the whole story. Everybody's give preaching about this and this. Everybody sees the big picture. But you know. The reason people don't look at the smaller picture or the tinier pixels that make up the whole picture is because it's just easier to see the big picture. And it's when you look at the little things that make up the big picture, the little things that that are like Mandelbrots of, 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 of just they continue to flow and grow into this thing that you can finally um, see and understand what it is. And the mechanisms behind that. You know, if you look at a stop sign really closely, you'll see all the octagons that make up a stop sign. There's thousands of them. It's weird. Just keep looking. Just look at a stop sign. Just walk up to a stop sign. Stick your fat face up to it like I do. And look at the stop sign. And I promise you, you'll see all the other octagons that are using, they're using to make up the stop sign. It's right there in front of you. And you can't believe what you're looking at. That's kind of like gun control laws. You know, you just keep making them and making them and making them. They just keep repeating themselves and repeating themselves until you can't make any more gun control laws. Until you've stifled honest, hardworking citizens into can't owning a gun instead of wanting to own it. Can and wanting to owning a gun into it's impossible to even get any. And that's what New York was doing, you know. How about we talk about people control instead? Because then that's easier. If we talk about people control, right, I think we can get gun control done. So why do they want to take your guns? Why is this a problem in the 21st century and, 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 no, and, and no other century before? I mean, could ignorance be a factor? I don't know. You know, guns are tools, right? They're not live animation for you to cosplay with, okay, folks? Just saying. You know, guns, 
they sit there and they wait to be used as a gun, right? That's if anybody denies that, we can't even continue the conversation. So I'm gonna assume nobody is denying the fact that guns are tools and that guns sit there waiting to be used as a gun, right? And the gun doesn't care how you use it. <clears throat> it doesn't. It only cares that it satisfies its needs, right? And the same way a hammer is, right? A hammer sits in the toolbox until you need to hammer some shit. You know, they're both, both of those items are used to kill a lot of people, by the way. Like, for real, a lot of people. Like, about 2,200 people per year are killed by hammers in this country. You know, guns of all kinds have killed about seven to 9,000. So if you take out, you know, if you remove about 1,200 of those, those that are killed by the people you think are supposed to have guns, which are the police, you know, most of the police in this country, you know, you know that's, a, that's another thing. Most of the police in this country are trained no better or even less than a former military person with a weapon. So, you know, there's always that. I hope you feel a lot safer now. And I, I want to kind of correct myself a little bit, too, because, you know, I just recognized that I said that guns of all kinds kill on average seven to 9,000. And then before I said 49,000, but the number of 49,000 is gun-related incidents. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry if there was any confusion about that. Seven to 9,000 people are killed on average every year with any kind of gun, like whether it's a rifle or a handgun or an AR-15, whatever, whatever you want to, whatever you want to call that. You know, if I have, a, I'll tell you what, though, I'm an ex-military guy, okay, um, and I'm also a New Yorker, so I don't know what the hell a gun was, you know, until I joined the military, and I never touched one until I joined the military. It just so happens I'm pretty good with a gun, <laughs> you know, so um, I don't miss too often. Um, any target that you give me from best about most ranges. I mean, I've gone pretty far with a scoped rifle. I'm not going to tell you how far, but I've gone pretty far. I, I can tell you this. If I have a gun and the police officer has a gun, I promise you, I do not die in that gunfight. Right? That's I'm not the one that's dying in that gunfight. That's not how that works. If two of the police officers have guns and I have a gun. I promise you with my military training, I'm going to walk away unscathed. Right? That's, that's not braggadocio. That's a fact because today's police do not know how to use their weapons. I have seen them live on camera and they are scary and you should be afraid of them. Police are not trained to control the personal chaos that is in their heads during a firefight, folks. Most military people are. You know? Gun owners of America states that armed citizens kill at least twice as many criminals as police do every year. 1,527 to 606. The GOA also says that 
of the 2.5 million times citizens use their guns to defend themselves every year, the overwhelming majority merely brandish their gun or fire a warning shot to scare off their attackers. Less than 8% of the time, a citizen kills or wounds his attacker, his or her attacker. Okay? These, these numbers, are, these are facts. All right? So, what do you have to say to that? Gun owners of America are a lot, a hell of a lot safer <laughs> than police officers of America. And that, too, also seems to be a fact. As I said earlier, there are 393 million guns owned in the United States, and that means the Chinese, Russians, and the North Korean armies will never take this land. That's what that means. Okay? It means they will never take this land. If you remove those weapons from just say like one area, the Bronx, right? I promise you, the Chinese turn that into a ghetto after they storm the beaches of uh, at Jones Beach and make their way up the coast, right? That's, that's what's going to happen, okay? But you leave the guns in the Bronx... Nobody takes the Bronx. I promise. Bronx is staying a Bronx. And, and 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 then you got the argument that people give you. Oh well, well, Lou. Now you're just you know you're being a dick. No army's going to get this far because of our navy. Oh yeah. Well, the biggest navy wins. I hate to tell you. You know, not just once, but every every time. The biggest navy wins every time. Not sometimes. Every time. Their Navy's bigger. And the reason because of that is like Democrats in this country keep interfering in our militia, in our military, instead of supporting it. You know? Just because you play Call of Duty doesn't make you capable of using a weapon properly, right? You got to get educated. And, and laws are there for law-abiding citizens who use them properly. You know, just like the tax code. <laughs> and it, it not just like, exactly like the tax code. Some people will do anything to cheat on their taxes, and some people will do anything to acquire a gun. You know, which criminal do you prefer? The rich tax evader? Go ahead. Tell me that. You lie. You lie to me when you say that. Oh, the rich tax evader is way better than the criminal with the gun. Really? That's what you say? I don't think so. You're lying. You, you, you rant and rave about Donald Trump's taxes all the time. You want to see his taxes. I want to see his taxes. I'll see the rich guy's taxes. So you hate them too. Look, I'm a gun owner. My tactical shotgun sits in my family room, right? It's unloaded, but there's also non-lethal shells sitting right next to them. You know, they got rubber pellets in them. They're sitting inches from the weapon. Why? Because humans, right? And because my neighbor's dog has discovered that I have chickens. And, you know, and he likes to try to get out of his fence. To get in there to kill them. And if I see him do it again, that dog is getting an ass full of rubber pellets. Now, this is going to do two things. It's going to frighten the shit out of the owner and the dog. And it's going to cause a huge bill at the owner's expense at the vet. Nobody dies. Right? I've got a 9mm pistol by the side of my bed. Literally in a holster on, a, on the side of my bed hanging there. Waiting to serve its purpose. Which is... To protect my home. 
If you live in a high-rise in Manhattan, you absolutely think I'm foolish. I don't blame you. I'm a New Yorker. You know, I understand you got a doorman. I understand there are police and neighbors right there everywhere. I mean, you have no need for this weapon. But where I live, we don't live like that. And we live in a place where you don't have to lock your door. You know why? Because everybody in Maine knows that everybody else in Maine has a gun right next to their bed in a holster waiting to be used to protect their home. That's fucking why. <laughs> it's, not, it's not because people are nicer. You know, people are opportunistic first. They're nice second. And that's why criminals exist, right? Because, you know, they're opportunistic and you give them every opportunity to be so. I mean... You're the one who should have the gun. This way your cavalier attitudes about people in space could be realized as you try to pull the trigger on a maniac running at you with a hammer in the city you love so much. Now, criminals get guns anyway. If you take away the right to own a gun, then criminals will have guns and police will have guns and everyone else who, who are like law-abiding citizens will also have guns. Right? Because then you're turning law-abiding citizens into criminals. So they're going to get guns. Because they, everybody else has guns. So you're going to turn... Everyone's going to be a criminal at this point. You've turned an entire nation of law-abiding citizens who own guns into a law-abiding nation of criminals who still own guns. Because I'm still going to get a weapon, whether you like it or not. And so is every one of my neighbors. They're still going to get a weapon. I promise. You know, I've been listening to the gun control argument for over 50 years like i'm 57 so that's true like I, i've been listening to it since i'm seven years old i remember the conversation in school on safety you know by the police officer guy that he came to this to the to, from the local precinct okay he let us hold the weapon and everything <laughs> i mean it wasn't loaded and shit but he let us hold the 38 special right baby you know you felt cool right until you realized that could kill somebody and he looked at you and he said hey man you know, that weapon has shot somebody before. And you look at him and you go, it has. And he goes, yeah. And you don't say, wow, that's cool. You go, oh, you, you give it back to him. <laughs> right? If you're a good kid, you give it back to him, man. You don't say, oh, that's cool. And he let us hold that weapon, you know. I mean, I, I never touched a weapon again until I was in the military. I was afraid of them from that single conversation. And he wasn't trying to make me afraid. He, it just made a huge impression on me. In the military... Focus was never gun safety. It was gun efficiency. Like, the military taught me gun safety only because the drill sergeant didn't want to get killed inadvertently. And because they didn't want you killing the guy next to you. That's the only reason that happened. You know, they taught you how to kill with your weapon, not how to defend with your weapon. No one should teach you how to, no one should teach you how to defend yourself with a weapon. I'm sorry. You should only be taught how to kill with it. Because nobody teaches you how to use a hammer to carve wood, right? I mean, they don't do that. They teach you to pound a nail into the wood, thereby making the wood do what you want it to. And that's the same with a gun. You know, folks, the arguments for and against citizen owning guns is actually, it's not really an argument. It's a misunderstanding. And that's all, that's all this is, that's all that's his. And, and this is all our own fault. Because we should not mis, misunderstand our own creations, you know? We should not misunderstand a shovel any more than a gun. We invented both of them. Both of them are used to kill or to protect. 
or as they were intended. We should not misunderstand the use of a knife. We should not misunderstand a law we created. And we should not, under any circumstances, misunderstand ourselves or our own intentions. I'm glad that you um, listened to my slight, uh, slightly longer podcast today, maybe 32, 33 minutes, uh, on gun control and the, the ideas of owning a gun and the ideas and differences that people have, and feelings that different feelings they have and the numbers that are out there. Uh, I really appreciate it. I hope that if you ever do own a gun, right, you 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 get the safety safety requirements that you need. You go you go to the range. You learn how to use it, um, and you have a, a a person who knows how to use it teach you. But folks, never trust anybody else with a gun, okay? Because their intention is to kill you with it. I promise. Never, never trust anybody else with a gun. That includes a police officer. You have a great day, folks.